when did you know that you wanted to be a fashion designer? Um, I think, you know, I had to kind of go back in time and really like figure out when was the proper time that I wanted to be a fashion designer. I think with the age of 12, I would say, because I moved with 15 to Austria, so, um, you know, I think it would have taken me two years to realize that. Um, but um, I was very interested in other, other things uh, other than just fashion, you know. Um, my mom was a topographer, so I, I had the connection with architecture. And I was very, very obsessed with, you know, drawing, um, drawing buildings and kind of like, uh, I was fascinated in having the perfect house when I was little and I was dreaming how, you know, I would kind of construct it and, um, and it was very linear. So everything had to be symmetrical. I was obsessed with symmetry, you know, and also I wanted to be a ballet dancer. So in, in a way, like, these things, if you see them in the long run, kind of connect to each other and they build up a personality, I guess. You know, I was very um, fascinated by the body and, you know, and um, the linear works of, um, say, like, buildings and um, cities and, I really, I'm still very interested in that. Um, I think it's interesting that you started talking about kind of your mum and dad, like the oh. architectural. Yeah. I was going to say because a lot of people make out that it's important that your dad worked in a bra factory, and so is that right? Yes. I mean, my my dad was um, a production manager um, in Triumph International, which is a bra company, underwear company. Um, and I used to very often actually go and visit him after school. So I had the relationship with the machinists that were in the building and the technicians that would do pattern cuttings. And I wasn't really aware at that time that I really wanted to do fashion. And probably like also because my dad, um, when I first thought of doing fashion, kind of straight away thought, oh, the link with the underwear, maybe he wants to be an underwear designer. I really quickly like just pulled him off uh, the idea. Um, so I think technically I was very interested to see the machinery. Um, you know, lo little components actually built my obsession around fashion. I actually never had um, a passion to look into a fashion, typical, stereotypical fashion magazine. I was much more interested to see like um, photographic evidence of that time and it was very much like you know a, recoll a recollection of her bridge and um, Evan Penn um, you know lots of like really big photographers most of the time black and white it was also the time of the supermodels you know so kind of in a way I was really liking the idea of uh, these beautiful women like in a certain um, you know scenery uh, portraying something that was like always changing I really like that how did you then kind of come to establish your label um, well I think first of all like after I've shown um, with Kim Jones few people um, also through the magazine that I was doing consultancy work picked up on the name and then Lulu Kennedy, which 
um, was like a fan of my work and um, you know she definitely helped me throughout the process of building up the, the, the you know the, the mm. collection um, she approached me and said um, would you like to to kind of showcase your designs in during London Fashion Week the first collection was very much about the composition of of two elements together the jewelry together with um, the linen you know, um, which derived kind of like of a relationship in of um, garment garmentology in, in Greeks uh, folkloric history. So linking garments together with a piece of jewelry. So that was the concept. Mm -hmm. And um, afterwards, I decided to, to to follow the advice of Lulu, and I shot in Fashion East. I really loved the setting. You know. We were in a um, forgotten place in in London, you know, Camden Town. You know, um, still was very very original at the time. Uh, and we showed in a club, and it was like you know very organic. You know, we we decided to go ahead. Um, we had I think we had only one month to go, and I think it was three thousand pounds we got for the whole collection, so it was, you know, it was like quite exciting to kind of have the opportunity, so it, also the music, you know, everything that was in the show, like was, you know, it was kind of with a punch, I like that. It's pretty uncompromising, it's sort of, uncompromising. you know, they are supermodel dresses. Yes, I mean, like, you want to wear something and look like a supermodel, I guess. <laughs> Not a supermodel, but like a superwoman, mm. I guess. Like, you know, you want to look beautiful and sexy, and that's what the collection embodied. You know, it was a black collection. Um, it kind of originated by many different things that I really loved in fashion. You know, the black, the mystique. But also, like, you know, there was a hint of a conceptual side, you know. Um, replacing parts of the garment with a metal piece and that would kind of function, not just be like a decorative piece. You know, it kind of created almost like um, a structure to, to lean on or to make you have a certain position. So I really liked this this start point, starting point. It was a good introduction, like that. You know, these garments are about the body. You know, and this was my kind of um, identity. I wanted to kind of create, and I still want to create garments that are related to to the body because that's what we are actually covering. And you know, it, for me, it was like a natural way to create, you know, to emphasize but also like to to actually manipulate certain certain parts of the body. So the first collection was was very much like the you know supporting the body but also like taking away parts of the, the garment and kind of like covering it with silver, you know. For me, that was kind of a beautiful idea, like how you can have a sculptural aspect in, in something that's fluid. 
I mean, you are a relatively young designer in London. I think it was brave. I think a lot of what you do is really brave. It's, kind of, it's just so sort of... These statements are very kind of, you like it or you don't, and it's a very brave thing to do. You're not trying to please people. No. It doesn't seem to me. I mean, no, that's not right to say. I, I do want to... to to please the Marshvap woman, you know, the one that buys the, the comments and also the people that, you know, really find inspiration in what I do. I think it's sometimes like so irritating when you kind of, you just look only one aspect in things. It's the same with clothes. Why can't you not look at it from another angle? Why do you do only a front and back? Why can't you not do a dress that starts from the top and goes to the bottom? You know, you. I think it's very frustrating sometimes in that you know you have to have the aspect of the wow factor and because you're doing something new as well you want to kind of like attract something that is very personal something that actually inspires you so to show it in the full extent I don't understand why why you wouldn't push it why oh, you wouldn't push it? Of course, I don't. I don't mean to do a fashion that is art, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't think um, it should be treated as such. But I do think sometimes, like the fantasy of like dressing up and putting on something. Um, of course, if it doesn't like, you know, enclose you in the extent that you don't feel free and you cannot bring your personality through the garment. It, it can be, um, you know, very interesting and very inspirational for the person who wears it. I think we've talked a lot about kind of Mario Schwab, yeah. the man, and Mario Schwab, the label, and I want to talk a little bit about Holston. Sure. Um, because um, why do you think that Holston is right? First of all, like, I, I really, really love the brand, you know. I really have a um, good memory of what it was about. And, you know, I like the era, you know, the people, the, the fantasy, you know. And I think there is a certain DNA that kind of um, is portrayed through my garments as well, in a very different way. Um, nevertheless, you know, it, it is about timeless pieces, both aesthetics, you know, timelessness and um, Holston, uh, sculptural in a fluid way, Marius in a less fluid way. Mm. I like doing things that are not obvious. I like doing things that are a challenge and I do love um, the history of Holston, you know. I think another thing that you picked up on was you talk about kind of Holston as a brand and as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, is that where you have this ready-made brand that you're going to kind of go and you, you get all of those connotations but for Marius Schwab what is the future? Is that what you ultimately aspire to, do you want it to be kind of, not a Marish Schwab, um, not that there couldn't be a Marish Schwab fragrance, but you know, do you envisage it being a lifestyle built around that kind of aesthetic? Yeah, in some certain way, yes, of course, but 
you know, I think like what I want to achieve with Marsh Pub is like really build on the brand, make it a brand. You know, I want to create through the ready-to-wear collection um, wider range of um, products that really fit with Marsh Pub and the body. I like combining things together and this is something that Marshvab talks about, you know, also the collaboration aspect of mm. Marshvab. Um, putting an artist inside an unfamiliar work and challenging him with, you know, with something that is very different is definitely going to continue in, in lots of aspects of Marshvab. This is where I want to take it.